Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? It's Liam here. Welcome to another episode of the Football Dads. We're glad you're listening. We hope you learned today. Abdul, please start it off with La Liga. What's going on? Over in boys, Spain. boys, 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 boys. Barcelona finally did it. What do you guys think? What do you mean? He appointed uh, the man himself, Xavi. Ah, uh, yes. Fernandez. Of course. And how did their first game go? Bro, he was supposed to go to Brazil, Wait. bro. Fake. He was supposed to go to Brazil. Yeah, I just read something about that actually. I hear and from then... and he's a new manager. Liam, they're they're no, following. No, the actual national team. Crazy? He was going to go to the national team. Yeah, whatever. Well, he would have changed the whole playstyle. And yo, it would have been incredible, bro. Everything. What were you gonna say? Um, Trey could have finally gone to the right role. I was gonna say their first game isn't with him. In he, he wasn't. Yet. He wasn't the he's coach not, yet. He's not appointed. He just got appointed yesterday yeah, or today. Like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so that last game, who was coaching the assistant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was a deadly what's, what's game. What's his name? I don't know, but he should be fired. I don't know. I don't care. That man got a That reminds me of still... when uh, Christian Brocky coached Milan for like <laughs> one month. That was interesting. I was actually there for one of the games he uh, he coached. It was um, in Italy against, I believe that was the Juve game, where they won 1-0 in the final of the Supercopa. Balotelli was on the team and everything. I remember shouting, New York City loves you, Balotelli. He did not look at me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! You had the sign, huh? Now the sign that was that was, that was yeah the- that was that game, that was that game. And I had to yeah that was that game against Juve. But then halfway through, no, towards the end, in extra time, that game went to extra time, and Morata came on in the second half and got the win, if I remember right. But Balotelli was dead warming up, and I remember saying that. Um, I hope he watched the game. Just saw me. He was like, "Damn, I should have looked at that kid. You should have Balotelli. You should have." But I'm sorry, Abdul. Please. All right, fellas. We had an interesting uh, weekend actually for the Spanish league. We also see that it's still up with 28 points. Madrid with 27, Sevilla with 27, and then Atlético Madrid with 23, Real Betis with 21, Asasuna with 19, Athletic Club with 18, and then Barcelona with 17. It was it was a really really nice weekend actually for Real Madrid because, well, if Real Sociedad actually took the L, we would have been up by three points or two points, but sadly they did their thing and uh, won the game against uh, who did they play? Asasuna two 0 But other than that, on Saturday we had Espanol beating Granada two zero, and then we had Barcelona. Just played terribly. Second half, they were up 3-0. Second half comes in. Fati gets injured. He's out for a few weeks, I believe, or a few months. I'm not too sure. And then Sata Vigo just comes back, ties the game in the 90th, I think, fifth minute with Aspa scoring a decent goal, actually. So from the left wing, he gets a pass, and he just t- not taps it. He curves the ball to the right corner of... Um, uh, Ter Stegen. It was a good game, actually. Barcelona was looking shaky still, but I, they're gonna they're gonna regret 
them not playing well, honestly, because they're they're down bad right now. And then we have Alaves beating Levante to one, and then Real Madrid beating Rio Valenciano, I believe that's how you say it. Cruz, you know, every time, every single time Cruz scores a goal, it's always a banger, always. And then Benzema finally is back in scoring on the scoring sheet. He hasn't scored in, I think, three or four um, league cups, league games. And uh, finally did his thing. And uh, Falacao is as well. Good for him. That knee injury really took him down. I remember him being so great with Atletico Madrid back in the day. And he got yeah. that one um, knee injury that really smoked him. I'm so happy he's scoring. Honestly, yeah, bro. I mean, seeing him go from one club to the other, downgrading, and then going all the way down and now back up. He's finally in the top tier. Good for him. Um, You know, David Alba's ball, I don't know if I want him as center back or left because his balls going into the box are fire. They're great. I know we've seen those in um, with uh, Bayern Munich. He could score and he could pass as well. But him and center back, that's also his partnership with Militao is great. Militao, great. I like them both in center back. But sometimes I do wish that he could just go up. I, I wish sometimes that he has the energy of Conte, basically. Just to go up and down, nonstop, all game. Uh, the next game, I mean, the Sunday fixtures, we had Villarreal beating Catafe 1 0. And then Atletico Madrid, man, oh man, those guys, yeah. Suarez scored, Griezmann, and then their right back, the Croatian guy, can't even pronounce his name. So they were up three zero as well. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, Valencia just comes back, scoring two goals in the last like five minutes of the game, tied the game three three, and that really um, those two points were crucial for them, but. They just suck. Sevilla beating out Betis with the king himself um, scoring an own goal. Heck, little Bellerin, the Arsenal man. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was such a bad own goal. But I'm not even surprised because Hector Bellerin has been trash in La Liga. Um, and then we also see that I wish they tied or lost the game, but it looks like they can't be stopped right now, honestly, unless we beat them. I really want them to lose a few games and us just keep going up. But our wins haven't been great. Yeah, we've been winning a lot, but those 1-0, those 2-1, those 3-2, they're not convincing. Like, we're not defending that well. We're attacking. Vinicius Jr. is still one of the greats, well, one of the best players right now in La Liga. But I feel like defense, like defending wise, we're, we're struggling because we cannot just let those goals in. Like, and we can't just score two goals and call it a day. We need to put in three, four, five. That way we can be comfortable. Because once we start playing those big teams, once we play Atletico again, once we play, um, you know, Susi died. I don't want no damn one zero, two zero. Because I know for a fact they could come back and score three, four goals, and then we just lose there. But, yeah, that's it for uh, the league. 
the stats so far for La Liga is uh, Karim Benzema with 10, Vinicius Jr. with 7, Luis Suarez with 7. For assists, we have Karim Benzema still up with 7, and then Oscar Tarejo with 6, and then Jordi Alba with 4. Uh, that's, uh, that is all. Any questions, my boys? No. No questions. On to the next one, baby. Yes, sir. Lahayam, you want to talk about Mateo? Another incredible Syria matches. Um, greatest Milan derby of all time. It was a good derby. It was definitely a good derby. Um, it was a great MLS match. Yes. You know, of course, these guys. Mexican League clubs. Good derby. Good chances on both ends. Uh, definitely wasn't a penalty. If we're going to talk, so we'll talk Milan Inter. It was one-one. Shared the score. Was not a penalty. First, the first controversy of the match was Inter getting a penalty. Kessie should have done better. I don't know why he's controlling the ball and running backwards. He ran back. He has two Inter players on him. Hakan, somebody else. Hakan goes for the ball. Hakan, Hakan the ball. is a snake. I hate Hakan him is a snake, absolutely. But Hakan goes for the ball, doesn't touch him, doesn't touch the ball, hits Kessie. Kessie goes down and in the tussle takes Hakan with him, with his left leg. And the ref calls a penalty. VAR takes a look at it, says the ref made the right call. I mean, I don't know. John says it's not. I I am inclined to agree with him. But at the same time, I can see how they call it a pen because the leg motion, it looked a little unnatural. It looked like he tried to just make sure Hakan went down with him. That You know, I guess, I guess. Hakan converts. It wasn't that good of a penalty. I feel like if Tatsurushano even just stood his ground, he would have saved it. But uh, he converts. Next play in the game is a Milan goal. I thought it was Tomore. It was a Virgil, I mean, not Virgil, uh, Stefan Duvray on goal. But uh, beautiful delivery in from Tonali. Tonali's having a fantastic season. I'm so happy he's playing that Pirlo-esque style that he was so akin to at um, Empoli. I mean, no, Brescia, excuse me. So I'm glad to see him doing well. And then second penalty of the game, um, I believe it was Lautaro Martinez. He played a great little ball into Darmian. He made Paolo Torre do a spin. He takes down Darmian in the box. It's a penalty. Hakan gives it to Martinez and Tatrushanu, the backup Milan goalkeeper, makes a fantastic save. Fantastic save. It was hit with power. Low, hard. Ooh, excuse me. Low, hard, bottom left. Tatrushanu makes the save. Enter for the first half. They dominate. They get a couple good chances. Balutori makes a goal line save. But for the rest of the match, I would say it was 50-50. Milan had a couple chances themselves at the end. Kessie should have absolutely put it away. I mean, there was one chance. I think um, Hakan played a ball across the, uh, the Milan goal line. He should have. Um, Martinez should have put that away. 
Arturo Vidal came on for Barella. He kind of changed up the game. He was defensive and offensive at the same time. Ibra had a fantastic free kick, forced Tandanovic to make a great save. He's having a bad season, but he made a good save. Other than that, you know, I guess it was an MLS game. Alex, uh, Alexis Salamakers off the, the post. Kessie should have got the rebound. I don't know how he missed it. It fell right to his foot, and he hit it with his left, and it just curved to the outside of the goal. And that was it. So not the best Milan derby, but definitely not a loss. Milan remained unbeated in this, undefeated in the Serie A, so I'm happy about that. And, of course, the game that is most important to Milan was the napoli Hellas verona Simeone scores again. Musa Barak with a great play to just put Mario Rui on his knees. Puts it into the box. Simeone finishes it. Great goal. Uh, Napoli dominated, though. It was one of those games, but they just couldn't finish. They got the uh, they got the equalizer in uh, the 18th. Giovanni Di Lorenzo, make the keeper. Keeper made some great saves, I got to admit, but he should have saved that goal. You know, you, you get magged as a keeper. It's a little embarrassing. Um, but what are you going to do? I'm glad they didn't win. Verona is the team that beat Napoli in May to knock them out of the Champions League spot. So Napoli always have a problem with Verona. So well done to Verona. They keep it up. And, of course, the upset of the Serie A, guys. Roma with another loss, this time to Venezia. 3-2. Fantastic game. Mourinho, I mean, you guys are all right. You're all saying the same thing. He starts off really well and then he just yeah. peters out. And I don't know why, because Roma had a lot of chances. Tammy Abraham had a goal, could have had a hat trick. El Cerati could have had a brace. Do you think it's his tactics or do you think it's the players? I don't know, because I see Roma making a lot of good plays. They just can't seem to finish sometimes. Right. And I don't know if that's like one of those things. It's just like a curse of the coach because it's Mourinho, because it's Roma. You you want to play a certain way. You want to show out against this team. That's I don't know, but they're they're losing, and uh, that was a must win for them. Altira Caldara opened the scoreline. Ex Milan player, the little toe poke, third minute. Um, Shuma Shumarodov in the forty third equalized it for Roma, and then Tamir Abraham in the forty seventh made it two one, and then. Venezia got a penalty, and then David Okiere in the 74th made it 3-2. And Venezia easily, easily could have made it 5-2. They had two great chances in the 83rd and the 86th. One hit the bar. One was a great save. Fantastic game. But Venezia with a win over Roma, that's going to really hurt their uh, top four, their, um, you know, their top four placement if they want to get top four this season. Udinese against Sassuolo. They got the win 3-2. That was another fantastic game. Gerard Del Feo, great game. He got the opening goal. Domenico Berardi equalized. He's picking it up. He scored a couple of goals recently. I like to see that. I like Domenico Berardi. I think he's a good player. Um, Davide Fratesi scored two fantastic goals, one for Sassuolo and one for Udinese. He got the he got the 2-1 in the 28th, and then he got the 2-2 in the 39th. So good for you. Then Beto makes the 3-2 for Udinese. That's another great game. And then we have Lazio dominating Salniotana. Luis Alberto with a beautiful little nutmeg in the, for the last goal. 3-0 Lazio. Luis Alberto this season has been on fire. 
Although he has a couple off games when he should, when you want him to show that class on a consistent basis, you know, he doesn't, but still a great player. Um, Bologna, Sampdoria, very entertaining. Marco Onautovic gets the winner for them in the 78th, right after they equalized. Great game. Arnautovic comes on as a sub, changes the game. Svanberg, I've been talking to you guys about him. He's good. He's good. He got the equalizer for Bologna. Siniza Mihailovic's men get a much-needed win. <sighs> Other than that, I mean, Atalanta, of course, they were going to beat Cagliari. Juventus, I hoped they would lose, but Fiorentina, they got a red card in the 73rd minute. And after that, Juventus just kind of realized we have to really turn on the gears and win this game. Juan Cadrado got the 91st minute goal. 1-0 Juve. I mean, yeah, 1-0 Juve. So good for them. They get, I think that's their first win because they lost last week to Hellas Verona. So, yeah, it's their first win. They uh, they were on a three-game losing streak, so they really needed that one. Uh, Spezia beat Torino 1-0. And Empoli and Genoa played 2-2. Domenico Crescito the penalty master with another penalty goal. How many goals is this season? This, he must have all his goals from penalties this season. I feel like he is just a penalty scoring defender. I don't know if he just, he must be, he's a great, he's a good penalty taker, but you'd think, you know, I don't know, Balotti or somebody like that would be taking, I mean, well, I'm bugging. Balotti is not on Genoa. You'd think, uh, you know, someone like uh, Caicedo would be taking those pens, but what are you going to do? You're gonna call That's it for the Serie A. You're going to call him to make your pens. I guess so, yeah. He's the pen master. He's better than Balotelli, apparently. Yeah. Napoli remain on top with 32 points. We're tied with 32 points. 10 wins, 2 draws. Thank you, Alas Verona. Inter third. I really wish we could have beat them because we would have been 10 points ahead of them. They're third with 25 Atalanta's fourth, Lazio's fifth. Roma are now outside in that conference league spot in sixth place. Juve jumping up to eighth. Bologna staying in that nine to ten range. They're on ninth. Verona jumped up to tenth. They're in the top ten spot now. Cagliari and dead last still. So they got to do something over there. Immobile's got ten. Giovanni, Giovanni Simeone has jumped up to nine. Got that goal against Napoli. Just can't stop. Vlaovic has eight. Zapata, Dzeko, and Jao Pedro are tied with seven. For assists, Nicolo Barella is fifth. Gianluca Caprali, Caprali for Verona is fourth. Tied with Alberto Pasalic and Sergei Malinkovic Savage. Yeah, I mean, Forza Tatu for that penalty save is basically the motto for my... Uh, podcast section <laughs> oh god that was we needed that we needed that i tell you that right now if Hakan Chalanugo has scored the only goal to win that derby there would have been riots in Milan yes so you know what Cagliari needs to do bro uh go to Serie B correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they they probably do they probably do That's just a restart man. win that and come back agreed uh, don't know about winning that like mid table uh, maybe they win. They might. They might. Win. Eh, probably not. Second, second place. Second place. Second place. Oh god. Second place. They look terrible. Oh, second place. Kate Balde will bring them, and and Jao Pedro will bring them. Like yeah. second place. Come on, Jao Pedro as well. 
Yes. Joe Pedro Pedro is leaving. I mean, he's been oh, loyal he's to Cagliari for a while. It doesn't while. matter. It's the Serie B. What? He's a top. Uh, yo, he's a top box. And then he goes there, right and he gets, he gets, he gets um twenty five goals. Has the greatest season Bro, he of his life. Comes 20 back. Twenty goals in the Serie A. Last year, he was like one of the best strikers. So, so, so 35, 35, 35, 35. Oh, he's he breaks the record. What? He is nah, not he's, he won't in the Serie B. Where would he go? Bro, Where would like he go? 25? Who's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Bro, he could go anywhere. Any oh, team God. in the Serie A could use him, bro. Any team, oh, except God. maybe Milan. And Inter, I mean, of course. I would probably and, take And maybe uh, Napoli. Bro, oh, like, you're Pedro. telling me Fiorentina would not take his services? You're telling me how I would, but it's, like it's, about, it's about, like, I don't know. It's just about that type of player. He's not, like, oh, amazing. He's a goal scorer. He is a proven goal scorer, but for like a mid-table team where there's not that much pressure for him to be a major goal scorer. Like, I feel like that's what other teams, that's what Maldini would say about Joe Pedro. Like, that's why uh, I disagree with that. Okay, go Bro, ahead, Joe. He's that team, like, what do you mean? Like, he has no pressure. He's that team's main goal scorer. He's that team's main goal only, scorer, sure. Not main goal scorer, John. They're not only telling Joe Pedro, we need Champions League or we need a possible Scudetto run. They're just right, like we need goals with still a lot of pressure. If he goes to a bigger team, of and course, but taken off him, I'm sure he'll still do fine. Bro, he'll do fine, but is he gonna have 20, 25? No, goals. no one's expecting him to have 20 goals if he joins like a Napoli. He's still gonna be a I solid mean, player and he shouldn't be playing the Serie B. Bro, Juve need a striker. Fair enough, what? Fair enough, he would fair be like five million. He's not gonna be Juve striker, no. I don't yeah, think Juve would go for John Pedro. That's a 30 year old. He would go he would go for like a mid table team. Yeah. He would definitely so if he goes not to any go mid-table team, team, he's still putting in the same numbers he's been putting in with Cagliari. That's what I'm saying. He would go to a mid-table team. He wouldn't go to a big team. Bro, that's what I've been saying. I can see a big Because that's team a lot of pressure. That's what I'm saying. Just for the fun. I mean, y'all did buy Junior Macias. But he yeah, wasn't... Like what? He wasn't he like a... Trash. He had like 10 goals, 5 assists. He was decent, but he wasn't like a master. He was really good, but not... Like a master, like Joe Pedro would, I he would be like well, a hero. Lazio card. lost Correa. How about this? Lazio lost Correa. Play Immobile and Joe Pedro up top of Lazio. I Immobile and Joe Pedro. Yeah, because they played Correa and and they played Correa and Immobile last year. But I don't really think they're doing that this year, though. They're really just playing with a striker, a lone striker up well, top this season. They last, don't have a good, They don't have another good striker. That's why. Caicedo's gone. Correa's gone. Like all their good strikers are gone. Outside of obviously, they play wingers now. They got Felipe Anderson. That's why they got Pedro. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They literally have no other really good striker besides Immobile. Uh, I think about it. Enter Jao Pedro into the chat. Then they'd They're have to change up that formation. Though. And Sari doesn't really play that kind of like two striker thing. Well, I mean, I, think, yeah, I feel like he did at Napoli, but... Nah, he didn't at Napoli. See, he only help. plays one striker. Iguain was that one striker at Napoli. And um, at Chelsea, it was... Uh, whoever it was at Chelsea. But it was Iguain at, at Napoli. Moving on. Moving on. John, you interjected, so please go ahead. Yeah, speak, John. Okay. Ligue Interesting week this week. Um... I'll start with the uh, Lyon game. So, Ren absolutely destroyed Lyon. Um, like, it was 
Leon had no chance. I, I think the entire first half was just Anthony Lopez making incredible save after incredible save until finally the floodgates opened at the end of the first half. Uh, Renz had 25 shots. It was just, it was a massacre. So Renz won 4-1. Um, Leon barely created it. I don't know what was wrong with their defense or if Renz was just on it today, but uh, it was it was a crazy game. So man of the match was, um, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, bro. Just says tail. I don't know if his name is actually pronounced tail. Maybe I'll call him Tail. Who knows? But um, it's tight. <laughs> My bad. I'm, I can't read. That's a T, not an L. But yeah, great game for Rens. They absolutely killed it. Um, especially so their striker Laborde. He's he's one of the top goal scorers. How many goals does he have? No, he's oh, yeah. He's he's top. He's tied. Uh, with Jonathan David as top goal scorer of the league, and just like the chances he was creating were, were incredible. He's a really good player. Um, at the end of the game, uh, penalty for Lyon. I found it interesting that Slimani, Paqueta, and Alwar were fighting over the ball. Like your team's losing 4 0. Are you three really fighting over who's going to take the pen? But um, Paqueta did, did end up taking it and he converted. Um, and that was that. Next up, Montpellier and Nice. This was a classic FIFA game. Um, nice had 22 shots, and Montpellier won 1-0. Um, it was kind of crazy. Montpellier really didn't do a single thing until they got one chance in the 80th minute, and they converted. Meanwhile, Nice were just firing on all cylinders, but being stopped by the man of the match, who was Montpellier's goalkeeper, Amlin. Um Shout out to Malé. It was a very clinical finish in the 80th minute. And Montpellier really stole that win because Nice, nice should, should, should have probably won that game by several goals. But soccer is <laughs> something. That's a FIFA game. But yeah, tell us about the real it. FIFA game, John, this weekend. All right. This is the ultimate. This is such a special day. St. Etienne get their first win of the season Ooh. on the most FIFA win of them all. I mean, dude, Clermont Foot had this game on lock. Um, the entire first half was all Claremont foot. Well, mostly Claremont foot creating really good chances. Um, second half starts and they get a quick two goals. I think one in the 54th, the other one in the 60 something, um, shout out to Mohamed bio striker. Just won't stop scoring. He has seven goals this season, 23 year old from somewhere in Africa. I'm not sure where, but he's killing it. And I'm sure he'll make a move to a bigger Lagoon team next season. And then in the – so Claremont Foot was up 2-0 in the 64th minute. In the 66th minute, Mr. Super Sub, a man by the name of Norden, comes in. I think it was around the 75th minute he scores. It was a ridiculous goal, just like balls – the balls ping-ponging around the box until it just magically landed at this guy's foot, and he just pushed it in. So boom, 2-1. You know, Claremont Foot weren't feeling it. You know, they 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 were holding up. Saint Etienne really weren't creating that much until they got a corner in the 92nd. That same guy who got subbed in takes the corner. Boom, header goal, 92nd minute time. And we think that's it, but no, 94th minute, another corner. This guy takes it again, and uh, Sal scores the winning goal to get Saint Etienne their first win, 3-2, off two extra time or injury time corner kicks. It was kind of ridiculous. I feel really bad for Claremont Foot. 
But man of the match goes to that Norton guy. Came in in the 66th, had a goal and two assists to win Cincinnati in their first game. And he should be getting an inform. If he doesn't, that'd be kind of crazy. But that, that would be a little messy. wild. Imagine being up 2 1 in the 92nd and losing the game 3 2. That is tough. I can. That happens to me like all the time in the gyms. Yeah, like uh, I know that. I know that pain. <laughs> I know that. Um, so next game we have Reams and Monaco. Boring nil nil draw. I mean, Reams' defense basically just held the game down. Monaco created a few chances. Should have had at least a goal, but they weren't able to get past the Reams' defense. Nantes and Strasbourg uh, played to a two two draw. So. I mean, special shout out to Strasbourg for fighting back. They went they went down a man while they were losing two one, and they still fought back to to tie the game, and then just held it off from there. Next game we have is Brest Lorient. Um, so it was a perfect start for Lorient. They scored in the fifth minute, but then proceeded to get a red card in the twenty sixth. And after that, I mean, that was pretty much it. They could not withstand the, the pressure. They could not withstand the pressure from Brest, who went on to secure the come from behind win two one. Um, next game we had was Marseille and Mets. Um, Mets got a – basically the whole game Mets was suffering uh, from a lot of pressure from Marseille. They got a red card early in the second half, so they really shut up shop, and they were able to hold off Marseille till the end to hold that nil-nil draw. And the end of the match there was Mets' goalkeeper, who made several different saves. Um, Lille Onyers, uh 1-1 draw. Onyer stole a point late around the 80-something minute. Once again, Lille having a pretty dominant game. You know, Onyer is not really getting too many opportunities to attack, just really defending, defending, defending. But they were able to steal a point there. Uh, Lens beat Troy 4-0. Absolutely smashed Troy. Man of the match was the right midfielder, Klaus. Two assists and one goal. Um, very deserving of second place for Lens. I mean, they've been putting in some really, really good performances since the start of Lagoon and, and it's it's looking like they may steal a well not steal right they deserve it they, they may end up with the Champions League or Europa League spot this year they're doing really well and the final game of the weekend Bordeaux 2 PSG 3 um, Mbappe with a goal and two assists played really well but according to FootMob man of the match was Neymar who thanks to a change in the formation and tactics uh, it seems Pochettino placed Neymar as a traditional left forward, left winger. Um, you did not see Neymar coming back to get the ball. He just stayed up the whole time, and he's, he got two goals for it. So it's it's I think it's really good to see the success of that tactic, seeing as you can allow now Messi, when he comes back, to take on that role of carrying the ball, which he loves to do. And Neymar is still, uh, you know, a goal-scoring threat when you have him closer to the box. Whereas when you have him, you know, further back, he creates chances, but he's not really finishing anything. So I think this could be a good path forward um, in which Neymar takes on less of the responsibility of creating and just lets it go to Messi or someone in the midfield. Um, but, yeah, so PSG went up 3-0, and then I don't know what's going on with their defense. This season, it's been a mess. They're conceding like every single game. Um, so they almost, Bordeaux almost tied the game. Game at a 3-2, very close. So that's it for the games. Looking at just statistics now. Top scorers, Laborde and Jonathan David have equals each. Once again, Laborde, I watched that uh, 
that runs game, his chance creation is actually really, really, really phenomenal. And then Mohamed Bayo and Delort with seven goals apiece. Once again, Bayo, super young, uh, playing for Claremont Foot, will definitely move on to a bigger team next season. And Delort, similar to Laborde, just carrying Nice and uh, creating so many chances at that striker position. It's really good to see. Uh, Assist-wise, Moses Simon added. Well, he Moses Simon's been leading the assist charts for a while now at five, but he got a six assist this weekend, so he's at six assists. But now he's, it's a three-way tie between him, Klaus, who got two over the weekend, and Mbappe, who also got two over the weekend. And then Ajorke has five assists. Clean sheet-wise, Benitez from Nice, Gomez from Rennes, and Lopez from Marseille all have five clean sheets. And I also added on the so the best foot mob ratings uh, from the league so far. Mbappe is averaging 8.09, and he has four man of the matches. Savanier from Montpellier is averaging a 7.96, and he also has four man of the matches. Payet averaging a 7.89 with one man of the match. Neymar averaging a 7.85 with three man of the matches. And Klaus from Lens averaging a 7.68 with three man of the matches. And that's all I got. Nice. Not bad, not bad at all. Alrighty. Alright, Mateo, you're up. Man. Yes, I am, sir. I'm I'm up, coach. Um, on Friday, we had a little tie between Mines and Montenglapak. Um, Montenglapak went up, and Mines came back and scored in the 76th minute to take away some points from Montenglapak. It's a shame because Montenglapak was in good form. They still haven't lost. But it's not a loss, but still a drop of two points, and those two points could go a long way for them in the long run. Um, Bochum took down Hoffenheim. Good for them. Um, they scored in the 66th, and then they got their second goal in the 97th minute of extra time. Uh, I just a lot of a lot of time. Um, they're pushing themselves out of range of the relegation zone, which is good because they came up this past year. So it's good for them to uh, enjoy some time in the uh, the Bundesliga a little bit. Armenia Belfield got themselves a W. Um, it's their first W of the season. They were 0-5-5. Now they're 1-5-5. Um, they got their first win against Stuttgart currently, so they are now sitting in eight points. Two points clear of the releg- two points, and then they're out of the relegation zone. Um, then we have Wolfsburg, who beat Osberg 1-0. They continue their good form after dropping a couple of games. Um, a big game for the top teams. Um, Bayern Munich beat Freiburg 2-1. Goretzka and Lewan scored for Bayern, and Haberer scored in the 93rd for Freiburg to get their consolation goal. Um, bigger game, I guess, because Freeburg is actually in third place currently. Um, so good, a little battle there. Um, Dortmund, sorry, Dortmund, Bayern Munich continues to show their dominance and their path to win their 800th, uh, Bundesliga title. Um, wrapping up the games on Saturday, you had a little Leipzig game and a little Dortmund um, Leipzig beat Dortmund 2-1, and Kunku opened the scoring. This man's 
a monster. Um, scored another goal. Love him so much. Um, in the 29th, Royce tied it in the 52nd, and then Yusuf Polson scored in the 68th minute, um, thanks to an Nkuku assist. Um, this man is on a Nkuku is just on a mission. It's truly crazy. Um, he's, he's actually like insane. Yeah. So well. He's been playing fantastic. Um, so that sort of that hurts a lot for Dortmund because they're chasing uh, Bayern. So they're now four points back, and Leipzig is continuing their good form and they're pushing themselves further and further up the table. They're currently fifth. Um, on Sunday, you had um, Union Berlin tie Köln. Um, Anthony Modest scored in the seventh minute. Then Ryerson scored in the ninth. Promo scored in the forty-fifth plus one of extra time, or added time. Sorry, um, to make it two-one. And then Anthony Modest in the eighty-sixth minute scored a tying goal. I don't know if you guys have seen, but you guys should check it out. He scores a goal. Runs all the way to his manager, celebrates, takes off his hat, and does a little dance, and then gives it back to him. This man was <laughs> possessed. On yeah, something. what the hell was that, by the way? I don't know. Even but his his manager was looking at him like, what are you doing, fam? I don't know, but like that celebration needs to be put in FIFA immediately, and I will use it all the time. Two goals, dude. Yeah, two goals for him. Good, good little game. Um, so they end up drawing 2-2. Um, Hertha Berlin and Leverkusen tie. Um, Stevan Jovetic, name I haven't heard in a very long time, on Hertha, scored their first goal, scored their goal. And then um, Robert Andrick steals a point for Leverkusen in the 90th minute. They end up winning. They end up tying the game. Um, they've been on... They've been on weird form recently, Leverkusen. They're they're still in, they're still up top in like the top six, but they have been struggling ever since they lost to Bayern five one. Um, they've only won one game, and that was their Europa League game. Otherwise, they've drawn three, lost two. Um, they play Bochum this upcoming set uh, in two weeks Saturday. Sorry, so hopefully they can figure some stuff out. But they need to figure something out to get back in form. Um, and then the last game of the said weekend was Frankfurt against Guther Fruth, and Frankfurt won two to one. An exciting, exciting game. Rhodes scored in the 75th minute for Frankfurt. Itten scored in the 92nd minute for Guther Fruth, almost snagging them a point. But wait, there's more. Bohr scored in the 94th minute to win for Frankfurt. It's quite a shame because that could have been their second point for Guther Fruth, but Frankfurt said, no, we want this W. Um, <laughs> so that pushes Frankfurt a little bit further away from the relegation battle, but still they're having an awful season this year. Um, truly terrible. Um so for the league standings, we have Bayern Munich in first with 28 points, Dortmund in second with 24, Freiburg in third with 22, Wolfsburg in fourth with 19, then you have Leipzig in fifth with 18, Leverkusen in sixth with 18, 
And then you have Mainz in 7th with 17, Union Berlin in 8th with 17 as well. And then in 16th, the relegation qualification uh, spot, you have Augsburg with 9. In 17th, you have Armenia Belfield with 8. And then you have in 18th place, you have Guther Fruth with 1 point and 1 draw. No wins and 10 losses. Quite a shame, um, but rip, rip indeed. They're rip. just happy to be in the Bundesliga. Yeah, they're like, huh, this is beautiful. Good time, looking around, smelling the roses, enjoying the fresh air before going back down to the Bundesliga too. Um, top scores we have Lewandowski with thirteen, Holland still with nine, even though he hasn't played in the last two weeks at least. Um, Modest with isn't eight. he like? Uh, yes. Sorry, isn't he like? There's like rumors that he's like might be out all season. Possibly, he has a hip injury. It says early December 2021. It could be much longer, possibly. Yeah, they said that it, it that it might be worse than Thornton is letting on that he might not even come back the whole year. Possibly, he still is in second though so. with nine. Um, might finish second. <clears throat> Modest has eight. Patrick Sheik has eight. Taiwo Iwanoe has seven. And Nabri has six. And Kuku has five. Um, and then with assists, we have Mueller with eight. Kramerich with six. Wirtz with six. This blows my mind, but Kostik with four. Haraguchi with four. Hector with four. Onisiwu with four. Sane with four. And Upa. With four. Man can do it all. Upa. I'm so glad Bar made one. You need that 86 Upa. Yes. And then with clean sheets, we have Castiles and Ryman with five. And then Zentner, Bauman, and Flecken with four. Actually, funny enough, there were... <clears throat> Sorry. There were... There was only two clean sheets this past weekend. Wolfsburg with Castiles, and then Bochum with Reckman. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it pretty much wraps up the the good old Bundesliga. Um, My favorite. I, I think you'll enjoy this stat that I just saw, Alan. Um, for minutes per goal, mm-hmm. and first you have Eric Chupomoting. Mm. With 40, Listen, man, he always scores goals. Minutes he just misses goal. sitters all the time. 41 minutes per goal. This man is a legend. He's like the greatest whack super sub of all time. Like every good team is like, ooh, he could be a great super sub for us. Because like he just came from PSG. Yes. I mean, it just it makes his life easy playing with a team like that, I guess. Anybody can make those tap-ins. You and I could make those mostly. I hope so. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. When I get there. Yeah, when you guys get there. Yeah, exactly. When, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Speaking of tappings, the no, main tapping master. I'm talking about Tapnaldo. <laughs> Speaking of tappings, though, by the way, even the one that he missed, bro, I couldn't miss. And if I tried, <laughs> I could have shot it with my left butt cheek and it would have gone in. That would have been impressive. Anyway. 
no, no, I just would have thrown my, my cheeks at the ball and the ball was literally two inches from goal and it would have gone in. Um, okay, so I guess we're doing the Prem now? Yes. yes. So the Prem, uh, Southampton beat Aston Villa 1-0 uh, to start the week off. Aston Villa is in bad shape. They are two points clear of the relegation zone and they have zero wins since the one-to-watch cards have come out, so... Uh, that hundred some odd million pounds that they got for Jack Grealish is not looking so spicy at the moment with all of their signings not really firing on all cylinders yet. Uh, Saturday, Man City beat Man United. Uh, De Gea had a great game. That Bernardo Silva goal, though, oh my God, how did he let that in? I don't know, but yeah, City got City pretty much dominated. Um, Bailly with a nasty own goal, which is exactly what I was telling y'all, that he has really good games sometimes, but he's mistake-prone, and he does that a lot. Because he was great against Atalanta, but he was terrible against City. Um, Norwich, with the first win of the season, was not enough to save their manager, as he still got the boot after the game, winning 2-1 <laughs> against Brentford. Which is crazy that you fire him Damn. after the one game you win. Why not just wait till next week when they get hammered 5-0 or something? Um, or after you lose 7-0 like why not fire him then uh, Brentford's good season's like coming a little bit undone now uh, they're still outside the relegation zone but they're only four points clear of it currently uh, Chelsea drew Burnley which actually was good for me as far as my team but was upsetting to me as far as FIFA goes because that Seoul fifth game upgrade was on the way in the 79th minute so they got nothing V Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace continue, continues its rise up the table with a 2-0 win over Wolves with Zaha and Gallagher getting on the score sheet again. They're proving to actually be really dangerous, though, too. And Gallagher's on loan from Chelsea, so I don't, I don't know whether Chelsea's going to recall him or sell him to Crystal Palace just because they don't really need him because they have Havertz for the same exact role they just paid $100 million for. But yes, um, Brighton drew Newcastle as Newcastle still awaits its first win in the Premier League. They are now the only team with zero wins in the entire Premier League. That Abu Dhabi money is not proving to be good so far. Um, hopefully they buy 17 players in January. Arsenal beat Watford 1-0 in which Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang almost single-handedly prevented his team from winning. Thank goodness Emil Smith-Rowe was on site to score a goal. Uh, and Juraj Kuka, who Liam has to know from his years in the Serie A, I believe for what Parma. A beast. For what Parma, a beast. Um, no, for Milan. Wait, he played for Milan? Juraj Kuka? Recently he played for uh, Parma, I think like last year. Yeah, like he's a really Milan did. legend to me. Played, I don't know about the legend, brother, but... <laughs> he played in okay. Milan for 67 games. Everton and Tottenham played out the most boring game I have ever seen. Um, Nil-nil with exactly two shots on goal between the two teams combined in 90 minutes of action. So, you know, and both of spicy them, Ita- a spicy Italian game. And both of them to Everton. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, Conte, the Conte magic is uh, not, not taking effect yet, but perhaps soon. Um, did y'all hear about who he reached out to, by the way, for January? No. It, no? Okay. Uh, Liam, John, just want to make sure that I'm the only one because I'll tell the story. 
He reached out to Victor Moses and John Obi Mikel, who are both old as dirt. And I, I mean, he had success with uh, Moses when he won the league a few years back with Chelsea. But yeah, they're not even playing well. Uh, John Obi Mikel just got his contract rescinded from a Kuwait team. So yeah, that proves where he's going right now. A uh, Chelsea legend for sure, but I don't know if the 36-year-old holding midfielder is the key for them now. And Victor Moses is busy doing pretty much nothing in Russia as he's reaching his late 30s, the Nigerian legends that they are. Leeds and Leicester played out a 1-1 draw in which it was a fun game. I mean, it was 1-1. It could have easily been more. If Dan James had, like, any finishing ability, they would have won, like, 3-1. But, alas, he does not. And then the surprise of the week, West Ham beating Liverpool 3-2 with a Allison own goal to start the start the proceedings in the fourth minute. I don't know about you guys. I thought that goal was going to be taken out. I thought Ogbonna clearly interfered with Allison, but I guess oh not. Bar decided you, that. I don't know. If you, I, I had that feeling too, Allison, but I don't know. It was bad, bro. His arm hits him. Like I don't understand how they didn't rescind it. I get that Allison made a mistake and dropped the ball, but like Ogbonna is clearly impeding him. Like his arm hits him, he bumps him. Like I don't, I don't, whatever. But I don't understand. It was bad. Um, Trent equalized with a dirty free kick, which is what he does because, in John's words, he doesn't play defense. He only scores goals and this, assists. This is true. Um, that man's right foot is not- God. No, bro. That, <laughs> bro, the way that ball dips is crazy, but whatever. Um, Fornals put it up 2-1 in the 67th with Kurt Zuma, the former Chelsea god, scoring yes, the third goal. By the way, in the last two years, he has more than doubled his goal output for his entire career prior. So, yeah. Um, and then Divock Origi, who I honest to God forgot was healthy and on the team, um, scored a pretty nifty goal, um, you know, classic Origi style. And it makes me wonder, like, why do they never play him? They don't even play him in cup games. <laughs> he's a good player. Like, he's not a not a legend or an icon or, a, or even – a top five striker, but he's definitely a quality player for some team somewhere down the line. But yeah, uh, and that concludes this Premier League week. So just to go over the table real quick, you have Chelsea in first on 26 points. They've all played 11 games, by the way, every team now in the Prem. Man City and West Ham are both tied on 23 for second and third. Liverpool is fourth on 20. Arsenal is fifth on on 20 as well. Or, I'm oh, sorry, yes. Liverpool is fourth on 22. Arsenal is fifth on 20. Mm-hmm. With a goal differential of zero, so I yes. guess that's pretty good. Yes, sir. We're um, back. To zero. Everybody else: Chelsea's plus twenty-three, Man City's plus sixteen, Liverpool's plus twenty. Uh, Man U is is sixth on seventeen. Brighton, Hove, and Albion is seventh on seventeen. Wolves are eighth on sixteen. Tottenham are ninth on sixteen, and Crystal Palace has finally entered into the top half of the table on fifteen, which is too bad for both. Everton and Leicester City, who are now on the bottom half of the table, even though they're both supposed to be playing for like European spots. The Benitez, the Benitez lifestyle is not working out so far, but maybe down the line. And uh, our, our potential Man U manager, uh, it, it's rumored that Brendan Rodgers is the one that we're going to take if uh, well, what's his, if Ole can't figure out his nonsense. I don't know how excited I am about that. I will say this, though. He was not good at Liverpool, really. I think he had one or two top four finishes and, like, a second-place finish. Um, but he's done a really, really good job at Leicester with a small budget. 
Because I think you know, we could all agree that they've been really good the last few years, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he he has like a couple knocks in his resume, and he also had a really good stretch at Celtic. So I mean, he does he does have some some accolades. Um, but yeah, I'm I am very impressed with what he's done with Leicester. I'm surprised that no top four team in any league has been knocking on the door for him yet. Actually, specifically mom, like a Tottenham. My mom yeah. had Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Did you guys? Oh, he's a nice guy. Everybody says. Yeah, he was yeah. that cool. Uh, yeah, nice. she was in a bar, and she uh-huh. she sat in a seat, and he came over. He was like, "Excuse me, miss," and she, she turned around and she was like, "Oh, you're Brendan Rogers? and he was like, "I, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm just sitting there, miss." And she, <laughs> I was oh, like, "Oh funny. my god, I'm so sorry." And she was like, "Need more, need more." Yeah, now he's, he's a nice guy. Wow. I don't know what how a story. ID. But I do, I do, I do think he'd be a good manager somewhere at the top four side. I just think Liverpool wasn't the solution for him. Maybe Manu is. I don't know. Um, and then just to go over the goal scoring leaders, Salah is first on ten. Vardy is second on seven, which is crazy. He's like fifty years old. Mikel Antonio and Sadio Mane with six each in third. Rafinha is fifth now with five. He's having a good season. Oh my somebody's God. gonna buy him by the way john i don't know where where he's gonna go but i guarantee you somebody buys him there's so many people with four yeah yeah so there's four with uh listen up here folks Yang, roberto firmino bruno fernandez maxwell cornet cristiano ronaldo pablo Fornals, connor gallagher mason greenwood juan hichon reese james neil mope ismail asar emil smith rowe son hyung min diego yota and Callum Wilson, as well as Wilfried Zaha, all on four, which is, I think, 17 players on four goals this year, which is crazy. Um, and then assists. We have Pogba on seven, still on first, but now tied with Salah on seven. Gabriel Jesus and Kovacic tied for third with five. Trent Alexander-Arnold with four, proving John's point once again, with Jared Bowen and Abdullah Decore also on four. And then Antonio, oh, here comes another long one. Antonio Benrama, Bruno Fernandez, Emmanuel Dennis, Reese James, Declan Rice, and Alan St. Maximin all on three. By the way, Reese James with four goals and three assists, that's pretty good for a right back. Jesus. I mean, you always expect that from like Trent because he's like a natural scorer, they say, especially with his free kick ability. But Reese James with four goals and three assists, not bad at all. Yeah, uh, and then I'm going to add a new one because I feel like we disrespect defenders. And we don't ever talk about them. So I'm going to do tackles. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Hoiberg, Allen, and Tyrick Mitchell in first with 33. (laughs) John Longstaff, Dwight McNeil, and Declan Rice tied for fourth with 30 each. Juraj Kuka, a.k.a. Liam's favorite player of all time. And Pierre Lise Melou with 29 each. And then Valentino Livramento and Christian Nordgaard, along with Oriol Romeu, on 28 and ninth tied. It's crazy. If y'all look at that list, no team in the top four, except for Declan Rice, has anybody in the top 10. And it goes way down after, by the way. Like, nobody's in the top 16 from any one player in the top 14, or even a top 10, top 16. No Man U, no Arsenal, no West, uh, one West Ham, no Liverpool, no Chelsea, no. Yeah, Man City. Um, and then for clean sheets, it is still Edward Mendy with six. And then Edison has now tied him with six as well. McCarthy, Ramsdale, and Allison with five each. 
Vincente Guaita, Hugo Lloris, Robert Sanchez on four each. Some interesting names there. I, honestly, of all those names I listed, though, I'm most impressed with Reese James having four goals and three assists. I don't know why. But I was going to say it's because, that name just keeps sticking out. because they're playing with three in the back now. So Reese James is playing that right mid sort of role now, that right wing back. So he's able to get I guess, up a lot I mean, more. that's that's his natural role, right? Like, he's always played as a wing back. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying they're finally I mean, utilizing him at his actual role, so it helps. Who's the three in the back? Silva, Rudiger, and Christensen? Usually, sometimes Chalaba. Um, they sometimes use... Because um, it's definitely Alonso was a left wing back then. And yeah, they uh, use, Chilwell. They use Chilwell. Aspilicueta as well, yeah. Thank you. Aspilicueta. Oh, I forgot about Aspilicueta. Yeah, 83 rated on FIFA, bro. I've packed him at least 10,000 times. Exactly. Useless. But yeah, that, that concludes the uh, Premier League. All right. Um, Time to get down week. to the important stuff. I'm ready for this. I'm ready. All FIFA? right. So it was an it? it was an intriguing last decision day for the MLS. Oh MLS! Oh, I was wondering where this was going. Liam's ready for this one, apparently. I'm ready. All right. So Montreal lost to Orlando two to zero. Sad for them because they're now yes. out of said playoffs. Yes. Um, well, are you excited that they're out? I don't know. Chicago lost to Columbus 2-0. Chicago was already out of said playoffs. They are terrible. Um, Atlanta United beat Cincinnati 2-1. They were able to book themselves into said playoffs as well. Um, Nashville and Red Bulls tied. Um, Big for the Red Bulls because they have booked themselves into the playoffs. Oh gosh, they're so bad. I don't know how it. they're in. Um, New this England. Is the year, Mateo. This is the year. New Rebels England lost to the Inter. The year where we're supposed to lose is the one. New England lost to Inter Miami CF thanks to a 58th minute Golazo by Belize Matuidikins. Um, I, I guess New England was like, we've won everything. We don't care. Let Miami have something. Um, NYCFC, hey, <laughs> NYCFC and Philly tied. Um, DC beat Toronto 3-1. Colorado destroyed LAFC 5-2. Um, Portland beat Austin 3-0. Dallas and San Jose tied 1-1. Um, Salt Lake won 1-0 in the 95th minute to book themselves into said playoffs. <laughs> And to kick LA Galaxy out. Yeah. LA Galaxy were in the playoffs until that 95th minute goal. Yep, they were in. They tied 3 to 3, Chicharito with a brace. And then Vancouver and Seattle tied 1 1. So now in the playoffs, you have Colorado and New England both with buys. Um, so you have NYCFC against Atlanta United. Whoever wins plays New England. Then you have Orlando against Nashville, and then Philly, Philadelphia against the New York Red Bulls. Whoever wins both those games play each other. And on the West, you have Colorado on the bye. Then you have Portland against Minnesota. Whoever wins there plays Colorado. 
and you have um, Sporting KC against Vancouver, and then Seattle Sounders against Real Salt Lake. Whoever wins those games, they end up playing each other. <sighs> that was the exciting stuff right there. Nothing else. Well, um, so I did a thing on my Instagram and on the Football Dad's Instagram about asking for some questiones. Um, and we have some <laughs> questiones. A man named Arvid Hussein asked, who's better, Benzema or Rooney? I already know what Abdul Rooney. would say. Abdul would be like, Benzema is the best striker in the world. Uh, listen, I, I think <laughs> if I... What the heck was that baby noise? That was um, my thinking think, process. And I was thinking Rooney, know, and I thought Rooney. I think if Benzema didn't have the whole thing happen to him for like a few years of his international career was lost, it probably would be Benzema. But I think the fact that Rooney is like the all-time Premier League goal scorer, um, for me, and obviously being a Man U fan, I'm clearly biased here, so my opinion does not necessarily hold weight here. I think Rooney just edges him out. But if Benzema like has like another great three seasons or whatever, and like I mean, if he wins like a Ballon d'Or or something, obviously Benzema takes over. I was going to say, if France, win the, if France win the World Cup next year with Benz, Benz wins. Benz definitely takes that. If he's a key component of it, yeah. Like if he's just there and like scores one goal, I, maybe. But like if he scores like a bunch, then a hundred percent, yeah. Yes, I gotta go with Benz. That's why Brazilians suck. I was gonna, I was going to say Benz, but again, <laughs> I'm, I'm he's biased. got four Champions Leagues. I'm biased, so. How many does Rooney have? Three? I think one. No, he has more than one. Where would he won in, one, bro? I think 97 he was there, no? And 2009 for sure. No, bro. No, he's not that old, bro. He only has one. He's like 40. And he also was playing for England and scoring at 18. So that was 22 years ago. So he would be. Uh, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. He maybe did he's not. Never he was with Everton. 2002 is when he debuted. He has one Champions League. To four. How many? How many Premier Leagues does he have? Seven. Like right now. One, Eight. two, three, four, five Prems. Mm. One FA Cup, three FL Cups, four Community Shields, one Champions League, one Europa League, one Club. Oh, World he Club. was there for Europa League. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, Benzema I mean, has more that... career goals, and he's won more stuff, more important trophies. So that's my argument. I guess I, I just knocked his league. Know. I, I, I knocked knock Benzema's league. Because I think if Rooney played for Real Madrid, bro, he'd have the same stats. To me. But yeah, John and Mateo say Benzema, Liam and I. And we all know where Abdul is going with this. So yeah. I don't even need to request him to answer this yeah. question. I like Rooney better just because he can play different positions that Benzema can't. And sometimes Wayne Rooney could even play defense. Like consistently, like midfield. Box to box kind track. of player, as well as that striker. He didn't track often, but he could track if he wanted to. And I did see. No, him he track. tracked. I mean, he always he always worked hard. He had high high work rate for sure. That's why I give I, it to Rooney. It's tough. I just also like yo. If you're you're saying John, like I, the way I also look at it, bro, is if he had like if he played for those Real Madrid teams in La Liga, his goal stats would be insane. He averaged like 25 goals a season in the Prem, which is hard. 
Well, the thing, so the, the another big reason why I don't go Rooney is he dropped off a lot quicker than he should have. Yeah, he did have, but he still he came onto the scene very early. But by the time he was like 26, he was done, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. He wasn't done until his 30s, like early 30s, but he was still good. Bro, when we when we won the Europa League, he was still good that season. He was just changing his position. They played him as a box because Laton played up top. Like, so his stats dropped off, but his play didn't drop off. In like 2016, 17, he was done. Like after that year, he was done. Do you remember that free kick goal when FIFA gave out like that record breaker card that he got? And it was trash. It was like 85 rated. I think it was FIFA 17, 18. I don't. But yeah, like after that season, he was done. It was weird. He went, he had like a really good season and then his his play just fell apart. He couldn't do anything anymore. And he knew he was done. So he went to Derby. But yeah, he did drop off faster. That's fair. Benzema's now mid 30s and still killing it. But Benzema had a, I mean, Rooney had a better early career than Benzema for sure. But did he though? Benzema was lighting it up for Benzema won four consecutive Lagoons for Lyon when he was from the age of eighteen to twenty-two. I don't respect Lyon, brother. I just don't. Not especially not at that point. <laughs> I, I just I, no, no, no. Because it's it, you're arguing the Prem or Lagoon. You get what I'm saying? I'm not arguing like, the Prem or Lagoon. I'm arguing that. I'm Benzema saying was he was lighting, lighting up, up Lagoon. Like every, Rooney was lighting up the Prem at eighteen. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was not. As a different level to this, in my Benzema opinion. also has genuine success with his country, whereas Wayne Rooney was never. Yeah, that, he did not have success with his country. Although, what, what, did he win, what did he win with his country? He didn't win anything with his country. He just won the Nations League. But that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but that's, that's played all for his won, country. Though. Rooney's entire career yeah. has been plagued by shitty, shitty, shitty performances with England. Particularly yeah. at World Cup, that's true. which he has only scored yeah. a single goal. Yeah. Why did you say that, John? Now I'm not what are his like that was hoping that no one would bring up Wayne Rooney's international. Like I said, it, Rooney it scored. Rooney has scored a lot of goals for England. Career. Not a single no, one of them. The important, bro, important. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. But like, I, my point again, though, is like France didn't do anything in the World Cup with Benzema. As Benzema as dragged the 16, a the trash France all the yeah, way to the quarterfinals and lost yeah. to Germany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was Benz it quarterfinals? Benzema was like the third best player of the 2014 no, World Cup. Rooney had a whole. That was like, the year that Pogba. That was your Pogba got Young Player of the Year at that at that World Cup. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't think Pogba ever won a Young Player of the Year at anything, bro. No, no, he did. He did in the World Cup. He he won a World Cup trophy where he was like the best young player at the World Cup. Rudy? I know that for sure. No, he's oh, Rudy? Rudy. not Rooney. Rooney had a whole but yeah, like, I, promotional commercial for a World Cup and did nothing for that. He's, he's only scored that. a single goal in a World Cup ever, and Rooney's like, played, like, he was played like, like four World Cups. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. That team that England had for like. Eight years should have won. Two it was a good team. Cups, yeah, it, but they are poop and still Skulls, poop. Beckham and our Skulls, Beckham, never, Rooney, Ferdinand. Like it was a good team. Ever coming home? Ever? Oh no no no! At some point it will yes. have to just by yes, sheer luck. No, yes. it is never coming <laughs> home. Some team <laughs> one day is just going <laughs> to underestimate them. No, no team. Uh, they were a pen- they were a penalty shot away from soccer finishing Guys, and actually almost winning. We're about to get kicked out. So they let's go into the next question when we start the next. Bueno. Or, 
Eng I'm, I'm, I'm just going to finish on this one, but... We're split Eng even, 2-2. Two, two. England is terrible. Always will yeah, be. Yes. They're never, it's never coming home. Guaranteed. You, well, it came home once, right? You, you lock that in. You lock that in. It's, it's just never coming home. Lock it in. Didn't it come home once? I thought like the 60s it came home. Yeah, and it hasn't come back. And it's never oh. will be. It's never coming Highway back. robbery, that goal didn't go in. Agreed. Oh, you're talking about the Lampard goal? Well, the there was a Lampard-esque goal in the final. <laughs> oh, Lampard no, goal went in. The one, yeah, you remember the that other one? one that goal was crazy. The oh, one in the 66 World Cup final did not go in. Alrighty. Since now we know it's never coming home, um, we have a next question by Miguelito. Our Miguel. Hey. He says, oh, Miguel, I miss him. Is Messi washed up or is PSG just not the right club for him? Um, uh, oh, Messi's yeah. been struggling with an injury ever since he got a pretty nasty, like, it was a pretty nasty foul on him during the Copa America. But because it was so important to him, he kept playing. Like it was like in the, it was like in the round of sixteen or quarterfinals or whatever. He kept on playing through the injury. Argentina won it, and then he never really took care of it, which is why he stopped playing for PSG now to like fully, fully recover from it. Well, actually, he's not even fully recovering from it. He took the time off to ensure he could play for Argentina in the World Cup qualifiers. Um, so I don't, I don't think he's washed up. I just think one, he's been dealing with a pretty bad injury that he has not rested for. Um, just coupled with the fact that it's a new team and like Pacha's style is just weird. But like I said, like looking at how he positioned Neymar this weekend, Messi comes back, hopefully it'll be to a much better tactic that fits the team. Yo, John, do you think do you think the system would work with Messi at Cam and Neymar and Mbappe as two strikers? Yeah, so that's kinda like what they tried to do. It wasn't except it wasn't it was it was Neymar. Neymar was playing left wing, and Bobby was playing striker, and I think Di Maria was playing right wing. But then what um, what Poch did was he moved Wijnaldum up in as a cam, and let Wijnaldum kind of like dictate the play, um, and just left like the other three like up top and just free close to the box, and that worked out really well. So you take out you take out Wijnaldum, you put Messi there, it works out too. Yeah, or you just stick Messi on the right wing, and like he'll still because like Mbappe was like coming back and like making a lot of plays as well. Huh. So, I mean, we'll see. Well, I mean, I don't think he's washed. Yeah, sure. I don't think yeah, he's, he's washed definitely not washed. I, <laughs> like I was gonna say, like that, you don't go, you don't score a goal like he did against City, and you're washed. It's just not a thing. It's fully just the and, injury and just Poch being a dumbass. I also think he's at the current time until like until they hit the knockout rounds. I have a feeling that he's going to prioritize Argentina. No, even even because when he, it's like he's, Argentina is he has it in his contract. No, he will always always. No, yeah, no. Argentina's number one. No, I know, but I'm saying I think he really, really, really wants to win this World Cup. So I think he's going to prioritize it until after that. Yep. But yeah, imagine he wins it. Whew. That would be He'd be the goat probably at that point. He already is the goat. Let's let's not kid ourselves. No, no, no. But I'm <laughs> saying like people are. You got you got people like Abdul arguing against it, right? Because like, uh, but people like Abdul aren't that intelligent. So like you know you really shouldn't take those <laughs> oh, those geez. opinions. That's 
I mean, listen, he's not wrong in that Ronaldo is one of the clutchest athletes of all time. Yo, Ronaldo is and number two of all time. Number two. <laughs> Messi is number one. <laughs> Fair enough. Nah, he's not watching. Right, he, he needs to figure his. He just needs to figure out the system, and Poch needs to figure out his system. Poch needs to figure out the system. Messi needs to get healthy. Yeah, because he's walling out right now. Agreed. All right, this next one is from Seamus Liam. Nice, excellent. He said, "Can a bad or excellent goalie?" I didn't know he's like. I, I sorry. Go ahead. I said he said, "Can a bad or excellent goalie make or break a game?" Yes, I'll, of absolutely. I'll let Liam and what? Tatra Sanu uh, take that one. Man, you is the prime example last year. What? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, definitely. It, it's true. Look at how Ramsdale's impacted Arsenal. They, and Donnarumma uh, for Milan, bro. Yeah, true. Donnarumma for Milan is a great example. Bro, look at look at how good Man City is now that Claudio Bravo's gone. Like, <laughs> do you all remember when they paid forty five million for that? Man? <laughs> look at oh my look God. at Carius. He was horrible. Yeah. Oh, facts. Although, yeah. listen, not a great goalkeeper, but he got he got shafted. Oh, <laughs> they didn't make a Champions League final with him. Oh, like he, it was unfortunate how it went down. He was not that bad. Oh, that's facts. I agree. But, okay. But yeah, like Allison is is leaps and bounds above him in talent. So yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, a good goalkeeper is key. Yeah, like Neuer bails out Bayern Munich all the time, and And like Dortmund don't have a great goalkeeper, so they don't have the same same look. That's Berkey's height, but he's just not he's not Manuel Neuer. Come on, indeed, indeed, trash. No, yeah. Trish. All right. And this one is from our very own Kemp Beats. Um, Excellent. He said, what's a soccer player's biggest fear? Breaking your leg. No, I'm just... Injury, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Injury, though, yeah. Like, dead ass. For real, breaking your leg or something like that. I don't know. That's a good... That's honestly a really good that's question. That's definitely though. good in mind. Has, has anybody ever asked, like, pro, pro players what their biggest fear is? As far as play, I think I think one of their biggest ones has to be. It literally has to be not living up to expectations. Like you got, yeah. Lot, like especially now in these days and these times, with how big media is and attention is and everything. If you you got a couple bad games, you become the bad guy. You become yeah. Like, you get you get like you become just. The nobody, you know, you you could your career could end because of said bad games, and I mean, again, look at Carius. He's not a half bad keeper who Very definitely tough. could have made it in the. Look prem, at Mustafi, who definitely could have made it in the prem. Oh no, Mustafi's terrible. Let's, let's Bro, stop that. Bro, right. no, listen though, listen though, time out though. Keep this. He is playing constantly for the top four team. He wins a World Cup in which he is playing and starting, and then he goes to Arsenal and loses form. Right. And I'm not saying he was good at Arsenal. He was awful at Arsenal. Maybe the worst center back Arsenal's ever had. Yes. But, like, to go from that, like, that caliber of player to, like, garbage that quick, like, that, to lose form might also be one of the largest fears ever. Because, like, yo, he was good for Schalke 04, and he was good for the German Nationals. He has, like, 70 caps with them. 
Like it wasn't like he was some scrub. Like he was a legitimate player in their in their lineup. He was ahead of Hummels for a while. That's crazy. He's so trash now, though. Like, bro, when Shelf mm-hmm. 04 gets relegated and still cuts you, like that's different. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I think Carius is one. I mean, he easily could have been like the Ben Foster of like just playing for like mid-level teams and then coming going down, coming back up. You know, like that kind of keeper. But as soon as that Champions League game happened, that man got shipped away immediately and has never come back, man. And it's, again, like with players who are young and, like, have good, one good season and then they, they get shut down, you know, or they don't live up to that hype and they just get shipped off from wherever. You know, like Edu had an incredible season or incredible young kid primed as the next Pele and doesn't live up to the hype and now everybody's like he's terrible he's garbage he was never good blah 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 well you never gave him like you made him you made his comparison to the one of the best soccer players in the entire universe and you expect him to be like him and he doesn't in for like two seasons and everybody's like oh he's, he's out of here get him out of here Damn, that hurts. <laughs> Sad, but I think I think that's one of them at least, for sure. Um, and our my my last our last question I asked to a compatriot on the the video games today, James Campbell. I asked my friend any questions, oh, oh. and my friend said. <laughs> Predict the top four for the Premier League this season. I don't want to do that. Who's going to finish top four? Liam. I'm good, man. I'm not answering that. Since you're one of the least biased people for the Prem, speak your mind, my friend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Man City. Okay. Liverpool. I was about to be like, oh, that's it. Alrighty. <laughs> Liverpool. Alright. Chelsea. Yep. <laughs> and Man United. And Man United. Ooh, I think that's Ronaldo. A, that's a Ronaldo. spicy Ronaldo. This is fair, Ronaldo. Just all that's right. all I have to I, say is Ronaldo. I, since you put Man U fourth, I guess I'll go next. Yeah. I think, oh, yo, I, I have a bad feeling Chelsea's going to win this year. Not that it's bad for the league, but like I'm afraid to see what the, the oil barons at Man City do and Kakak to try to win next year. Um, I think Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, obviously, first through third. I will say Man U's in a rut right now. Clearly, the one thing I will say in their defense is that they've played nothing but juggernauts all year. Um and they have a they have a string of games in like the next two months after because like we play Watford next and then we play Chelsea, but after that um, we play a lot of pretty relatively straightforward games. I, I would I got would, a couple of tough games. Arsenal. I was but, about to say you got you got Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace back to back to back. 
Yeah, yeah. And then after that, though, we we we, we haven't played Norwich once. We're no, playing yeah. Watford then, for the first time Norwich, this year. Like we haven't Brentford, played Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley. Wolves, yeah, like there's like Aston these games. Villa. We should all. It's a chance. Like if they start winning a couple by a good margin, like they start ripping off results, it could boost their confidence. I could see them finishing third or fourth. Yeah. If we don't. Then I, honest to God, I don't know who finishes for it. Maybe Arsenal. Although I, I just think y'all are like a player or two away, specifically a striker. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But y'all are playing well enough to like maybe. But like I have a feeling that like you guys are on a really high right now. Like I feel like after a couple tough games, it might be like a fifth, sixth place finish. Yeah. It could be West Ham. Honestly, West Ham has a good team. They have a really, really deceptively good team, and they all play hard. If you watch West Ham play, they all have high, was, high work rates. I was going to say this earlier, but did you see Ogbonna in that game? That man... Bro, Ogbonna is a, a man possessed. He's like 55 years old. That man got beat down Bro. constantly. Yo, like for 10 minutes straight, and this man got injury after injury, but said, nah, I'm in. Nah, I'm in. But he'll keep rolling. Keep rolling. It, this team, they have heart. They have he, part. They were I'll literally going to play with 10 men for a while, but then they were like, no, 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 we can't do that. It's Liverpool. But they were literally going to do it until Ogbonna got his head stitched up. But they were like, no, 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 we can't play with Liverpool against 10 for more than 10 minutes. So they, they subbed him out. But they were literally going to play dead, man. 10 <laughs> men. That man is insane. They work. They have, yo, they, they, that team works hard. Hard. They're not fun to play against. Man, you beat them this year too. The first leg, like, the Lingard, the Lingard scored the winner. But Lingard. they play hard. Nobody wants to play them. They are annoying. No, yeah, they're they're, they're constantly pushing forward too. And you know what's crazy? Sorry, I'm going a little bit off topic. But the last thing about West Ham that's really crazy is that their entire team is a scoring threat. Their their defenders score all the time from corners. Yeah, uh, Suchek and Rice are both goal scoring threats. And their their forwards all score. Ben Rama's having a great season. Bowen scores. Uh, Mikel Antonio, we know, scores. Yes, like that sir. team is just is dangerous. Yeah, they do have a good team. They, I I said it from the beginning. I said as soon as they got Zuma, I was like, watch out, they're gonna be fucking nasty. They're nasty. They, you know, they don't even. The crazy thing is though, is that Zuma's great, but like their other defenders, like Diop plays hard. Agbana plays hard. Even. What's is it Cathcart? Who's the who's the white dude that they play? They play him too much, but he um, plays like he plays hard too. Like even Dawson, Craig, Dawson, Craig Dawson, Craig Dawson, Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson. Bro, even he plays hard. Like he's busting his butt down the line all the time. No, yeah, he does. And he's a bum. Hey, change the timer to fifty minutes. Okay. Fifty. Damn, I, I didn't know I was I, I thought I was muted, my bad. <laughs> okay. Everyone, like, change John, your time to 50 minutes. Get ready. Yes. Uh, for West Ham. John, your top four for this season. What you saying? Okay. 50 minutes in the first place? <sighs> I think I think Liverpool take the league. Um, I think Chelsea come in. No, City in second, Chelsea in third. I'm going to go West Ham fourth. And I think Arsenal gets pissed. Just want to put that out there. Fair. That's all I need. I just want to say I hope Flamengo gets thrashed in the uh, Copa Libertadores final. So. They definitely will. So 
I'm hoping for another seven-one kind of thing. They won't. Mishael is a god. You won't let that happen. I'll score the one. Mishael is too good. Abdul, who's your top four for the Prem? Uh, I'm going for Chelsea, Liverpool, City, Arsenal. Uh, I'll put Man U at five, honestly. That's my top four plus five. Straight. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> What? He said top four, huh? top four plus five equals nine. We here. Hey. Oh, no, no, no. I, I meant as in the 15. <laughs> no, I know. The way you said yeah, that. Yeah. I think Chelsea got it. Especially if they get Lukaku back and he actually plays well. Start scoring. Because that's all they need. They just need goals, honestly, right now. Yeah. Pool is six coming back, too. But according to yeah, our, and I think is he playing with the U.S. or yeah, he is. According to our insider uh, James Campbell, he's going to get injured again, um, because he <laughs> always gets injured with with the this U.S. Fight. I wouldn't be surprised they're playing Mexico this this upcoming oh, fixture. So. Yeah, what is this? Is it a qualification or yeah, qualifications? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, game for them. It'll um, be serious. Yeah, like I want. I want him to do well, but at the same time, I feel like he was just all hype, honestly. No, he's a good player. Even if even if he doesn't reach expectations, he's still a high-quality caliber player. The fact that he's an American definitely raises I haven't seen profile. anything good from him. Just a couple of goals, and everyone just hypes the shit out of him. Bro, has any, like, how many people scored a The real nice like, American who's actually good is, this, what's his name? From Dortmund. Gio Reyna. Yeah, yeah, Rana. I think he's better. And then he might be better. I'm not saying he's not. And then McKenny, honestly, he, I like him, but he's a snake. He's he's weird for that. <laughs> if it's true, if it's true, that is super oh, weird. On, we, we, we we, weird for what? What kind of right mind? Like what? Like are you okay? Who we does all, that? We all know it's true, Liam. Come on. <sighs> Right, he's playing in the recent qualifiers, isn't he? Coming up? Didn't he get selected? Not, yo, are they going to play again? Like, ever again? Or, like, what's up? I, I thought they selected both of them. So, they're going to have to play together. True. Mm. <laughs> um, my Here top four, uh, I'm going to go City, Chelsea, Liverpool. I'll give it to West Ham just because I agree with Adam. <laughs> Arsenal need a... Striker, someone other than Aubameyang or Lacazette because they're just too old. Um, which is interesting because I'm, a lot of reports are saying that we're looking at snagging uh, Vlavic in January. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just about to bring him up. Yeah, we're looking at getting Vlavic in January. Like a lot of places are are reporting that now. Um, that we're looking at Vlavic or. We have been, and we're going to pull the trigger apparently in January, um, which is interesting. But I don't know. I don't. I can't trust. I was talking to John about this. That 
or I think it actually was Abdul, that we need somebody who's prem proven already. We can't have somebody who comes in mid-season and needs to like adapt to the Premier League because it's a completely different league. It's going to be a completely different system. It's going to be a lot different than what he's used to down at uh, Fiorentina. So I, I would rather have somebody who's prem proven and somebody who's like ready to go already. But, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see what happens in January. I mean, who knows? Newcastle might just buy a whole new 11 and win the league, honestly. It's very possible they just buy Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, and Mbappe off-rip just for fun. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, we have money? Here we go. We're buying everybody. Oh, we want to buy Chelsea? Uh, We just did. How much is their transfer budget? Uh, they have, they are worth more, I'm pretty sure they're worth more than every Premier League team. And, uh, I think Man City's net worth is, like, eight or nine billion. Newcastle is 350 billion, so... Uh, kind of close. Not Just really. Low. Uh, say that one. Um, th- three hundred and fifty billion dollars compared to Man City's, like nine, ten, or something, something around there. I would say ten to twenty to to three hundred and fifty billion. With a B. A B. Yes, a B. Yes, a, a, a B. Yes. So it's going to be an interesting one. And yeah, that's interesting. In the championship. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but those are all the questions that I have from said people. Um. Abdul, I know you're you're our fake deciding vote, but it doesn't really matter because we already know where you stand. But we had a question of who is better, Benzema or Rooney? <laughs> is that even a question? I know you were gonna say Rooney, so we already we already decided that. No, better. Rooney is not even top five ever. He's great, yeah, but that man is nowhere near Benzema. Just imagine the scenes of Benzema being in that World Cup with France. Imagine the goals, the glory. Bro, imagine if he was in freaking Europe. Keyword imagine. Alan, do you really think that he's better than Rooney? I mean, Rooney's better uh, than Ben? No, I think talent-wise, Benzema's probably better. Um, but... Obviously biased to Rooney. But I think he's more talented for sure. I think even finishing-wise, Benzema finished some crazy goals. Have you guys seen him back in 2009-10? Honestly, Ronaldo held him, bro. Ronaldo really held him 
back a bit. Because look, once Ronaldo left, he started hitting 23, 24 goals a season. Yeah, but winning nothing. Like, that's the difference, though. He was winning Champions League with Ronaldo and Bale. They haven't won anything since he's gone. Um, like that's, I mean, yeah, that's obviously, Ronaldo is the extra help. Like, this guy. It's not holding him back, though, right? Because, like, he can't do it on his own. No, like, no, 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 no. He held him back because he was that Firmino, basically, for for, for Bale. Of course. But he can't win once, without them. Holding back is like he shines and they win when he's gone. That's holding somebody back. You might hold back at statistics, but like he's better with Ronaldo around him because they win. I mean, yeah, they obviously won games. Ronaldo is he's like the final and the main stick, the main player of the, uh, of the team. But just look what happened. He left. Ronaldo left. Benzema started scoring the goals, but then obviously the team just lost it. I mean, it, it's been years uh, since. Yeah, it's been like what, like three years, four years. We haven't won the Champions League, and that is because everyone's finally getting old and not able to perform as good as we did before. But now you can see Benzema really shining, even without Ronaldo around. Look at him scoring so many goals, assisting, assisting. He's been doing that since day one. I think he was one of the three players that would give 10, 13, 14 assists a season, mostly to Ronaldo. I think he's, I think he's, I think Benzema, in my opinion, is top five ever strikers. Okay. I agree that Benzema wins versus Rooney, but top five strikers ever pushing it a little. Why? Man, five strikers better than him. You five strikers better than him? Mm-hmm. I want to hear your answers, actually. Then we're done. And make sure you compare everything they've won together. No, 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 but you can't do that. No, 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 time out, though. You can't do that because you just said, imagine what he would have done with the national. So you use what he could have been also with what he was. All right, club-wise, he's still great. Better than most strikers club-wise. Oh, yeah, club-wise. yeah, Club-wise, of course. But international-wise, like, yeah, he has won nothing except a Nations League recently. All right, well, like, I, I have an answer for you. Go ahead, John. The two Ronaldos. Yep. Uh-huh. Ronaldo wasn't considered a striker all, all yes, his career. Yes, he was. Not all, all, all his career. Which Ronaldo? Wayne Cristiano? Like 20 years. Yeah, Cristiano. I mean, he right, can fine, play so. multiple. What's, no, no, talk about though. What's Mbappe, Abdul? Abdul, is, he's a striker. But he might be able to play left. No, whatever. Abdul, Abdul, Abdul's thing, change. Abdul's only talking about strikers, strikers, whatever. No left-wingers. Okay. Cool. All right, so <laughs> Ronaldo. Yeah. Pele. Pele was a striker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Elzebio was a striker. Yes, sir. Okay. Thierry Henry. Like the 70s, Ooh. 30s. Wow. Yeah. Agreed. Thierry Henry for sure. Okay. Um, Henry was not better. <laughs> what, bro? I honestly don't what? think he's better, bro. What he the hell did he do his career? All right, take away the World Cup. Now what? Invincibles with That's Arsenal. Take yeah. away the World Cup. What? He Invincibles he with Arsenal? Excuse. Doesn't he have a? Does he have a Ballon d'Or? No. He didn't lose a right. single game. Ballon d'Or. He should have. He Alan. has a Ballon d'Or. Right? He should have. Oh, he doesn't have. I thought he had one. He got you give Benzema. You give robbed. Benzema the World Cup. You give Benzema the World Cup. 
there's nothing anyone could say about his legacy and his greatness. Give Benzema the World Cup. Have it. All right, give Benzema the World Cup. Abdul, say he has the World Cup right now. Abdul, no one's taking him off top. Also, by the way, Thierry Henry, for the record, is France's all-time national leading goal scorer. Also, still, Abdul, it's going to be taken over by Giroud. But I, Abdul, I know you're. Uh, I know exactly what argument you're about to say for Thierry Henry. Don't say it because it's 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 whatever. You What's say give. Argument? You say give. You say give Ben's World Cup. Fine. Give Henri his Ballon d'Or and the Champions League. Facts. He should have one or two at least. Give I him, thought he had first one. Of, wait, 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 wait. The Three won a Champions League. What are you talking about? Wait. And the, the only Champions person League. that could have. They were not in an era where Ronaldo and Messi dominated the whole soccer world for what thirteen years straight. Abdul, I'm him, just trying to prove your point that he's not top five. All I'm saying is you're saying. What about Zlatan? All I'm saying is get, you're saying I give put Ben's. Yeah, okay. for sure. You say give Ben's a World Cup. I'm saying give give Henri then his accolades no, as well. We're not giving people anything. We're talking about what they actually did. All right. You asked what me to name five strikers. Torres? Ronaldo, Pele, actually. Suarez? Damn. That's Damn. a good question. I'm I'm trying to think of names that might fit in. Uh, Suarez. There's a couple more. Give me a second. Suarez and Lewandowski are probably the ones the strikers competing with Benzema for best striker. I don't know this how. Generation. Zlatan thrown aside right there, bro. Okay. I can't. I can't believe we're not, John. Have you forgotten about the king? Zlatan doesn't even have the champion. Have you forgotten? Let that man go sleep. Have you forgotten about the king that Abdul uses on FIFA? Pushkas. Oh, facts. Yeah, they just know nothing of those guys. Stop saying names that you guys know nothing of. Do you know Pele, anything about okay, him? Okay, I understand Pele. You're Brazilian. You know everything Abdul. about Pele. Cool, but you Abdul. cannot say Eusebio and then you say Pushkas. Like you guys live. What about Fernando Torres? No. Abdul, does that differentiate what they've done and how they've been know, a top striker? Torres, there Come are on, more man. than five Stop strikers capping. better than Benzema Come on, all-time Abdul. history. Come on. Let's just leave it at that. No Fernando Torres? Euro? No, hell no. That man played like what? All right, he won the World Cup. Cool. That man played two seasons of being... That man won back-to-back Euros and a World Cup in between. Don't disrespect yes, Torres. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? what? He's not better he than Benzema, but do not disrespect Torres. Yeah. What about David Villa? No, I'm not disrespecting him. I'm saying he did not have a long, good career at all. Yes, he did. He was great for like 10 years. Like, what? He fell off in the end. And you know what's crazy? Even when he fell off, he still won a Champions League. Yeah, that's crazy. He was a bum, and he scored the winning goal in the Champions League. What about Eto? So, yeah, Eto, yeah, Eto is a person I put question. up there like I, – I wouldn't put him above Benzema. I'd say they're about equal. So, basically, like Nation, Nation kind of screwed Eto. Huh? Benzema's not top five. Can't be number five? Benzema's not top five. He's just not. Six? He, maybe top ten, maybe <laughs> definitely top fifteen. What about what about like Van you guys are disrespectful? You guys just hate Real Madrid. I understand. How do we hate Real Madrid? How do you bro? say I hate Real Madrid? But when I say Puskas, you go after me saying I, I don't know point. nothing. No, I don't know enough to, to talk about him. I'm not gonna be like, John, oh, he's John, awesome. This guy plays in Madrid. I did not watch Lewandowski. Right. So I said Lewandowski, Benzema, and Suarez are a great conversation. You're asking for top five strikers. And then what about like, like Drogba, Vanessa Roy? Nah, Drogba and Vanessa Roy are a step down from those three. <laughs> okay, fair. 
and Zlatan. And Zlatan. Nah, yeah, Zlatan? The, we're bugging so much. You put Suarez in the same discussion? Zlatan. Yeah, he's like top 40. Yeah, no, nah, well, top 25. <laughs> he does what? I mean, yeah, he didn't team. win shit. Anything major. Top 25, bro. Like, he doesn't win anything. All right, but he's proven in every league. Except yeah, like the Bundesliga. Bro, he came to the like prem. He came to the prem at like right. So I said top top twenty five of all time is a fair assessment for Zlatan, considering uh, there are several players who won a lot of very important trophies and scored way more goals than Zlatan. That's true, but not in not everywhere. <laughs> and he's Sweden's top scorer, so he's done all he's can for Sweden. Which I said top twenty five. Top twenty five. Nah. Top twenty five. This is top, top twenty. 15, maybe top twenty. Top fifteen. Top 15 definitely. Top, nah, it's top just top twenty five. Is disrespectful, bro. He's like a ninety. His prime. His prime icons probably like ninety one, ninety two. So this is very. <laughs> that's mad. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very good. Talk to me. What's the list? Who's the top ten at least? You got, you got Pele, Maradona, Puskas, Zebio. She is Maradona a striker though. Muller, Ronaldo. Technically, oh. did play striker. Thomas Muller is a good shout though. No, Jared Muller. Not above them. Not above. <laughs> also, also in that discussion. Um, Fernando Peiroteo. I don't know who that is. Me either. He said it says while playing for Sporting, he scored 331 goals in 187 games. Wow. Well, I need, I need to go do some research for him because I don't know who that is. Um, Van Basten. Um, Arthur. Yeah, I said him. Friedrich from Brazil. Brennreich? What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> okay, we're dropping our bombs. That cool. Um, <laughs> and, and, then, <laughs> and then, uh, Romario. Oh, Ooh. I forgot about him, too. He was clutch. Romario, Who? yeah. Romario. Oh, yeah, Romario was actually really uh, good. Oh. I don't know. I he might be top 10. All right, top I got... Top five. I got, I got a 2014 article. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Ooh, it That's has, still... It, it has Philip... Inzaghi is number 60. Congrats, Liam. Nice. Yo, what about like, yo, what about, um, what's the, the Italian, the center forward? What's his name? Um, he didn't have as long a career as he should have. Not Zola. Who's the other one? Uh, Baggio? No, him too, actually. He's Stefano? a good shout also. But no, who's the center forward? He played for, um, played for Juve for a while. Nina Sally? I forget. No, no. Del Piero? He's a, I, yes, Del, Del Piero. Piero. Oh, Del Piero. Piero. He, be, he belongs up there, too. Del Piero. Wait, Del he, was, Piero. he was in the World Cup. Del Piero's a cam. No? Del Piero's a cam. He's a number 10. But he's really a center forward, though. That's what they list him as. But yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, no, I, I've watched but him Baggio, play, but I mean, he was a good shot, by the way, John. Baggio is nasty. This one, Baggio's another number 10. This one in 2014 has Pele, Ronaldo, Zebio, Puskas, Jarrett Muller, uh, Alfredo Di Stefano. Um, yeah, just stuck him He scored 11 goals in 1958, 153 goals in 145. Um, Romario, some of these Ben Baston, Arthur Freinrenreck, 
They're a German you know, Brazilian striker. Frank and Frank guy up. Yeah, this Friday guy is crazy. John, he sounds here. like a definitely was turning Brazil. up the 1930s. At the lar- no, uh, he was definitely a <laughs> Bef- Nazi. Before that, John, he finished top scorer in the Sao Paulo league in 1912, 14, 17, 18, 19, <laughs> 21, 27, up, and 20. Oh, whoa. Throwing him out he, twice now. How many goals did he have? Did he was it at like at least fucking ridiculous? It doesn't even say, but oh my god. The problem is, John, it was in the nineteen tens. So people are reporting that wow. he had twelve one thousand twelve hundred and thirty nine goals. That man is a monster. I don't know though. Interesting. Um, yes. Then you have uh give that man an icon card. Then you have Peroteo. Um, with his 331 ga- goals and 197 appearances. Josef Bikon, Austrian-Hungarian. Hung- Wasn't um, he a team player for Real Madrid too? I think so. Um, Paolo Rossi. Yeah, Rossi's an icon. Yeah, Gunnar Nordhall, Swedish. Ooh, interesting. Tore the Swedish domestic leagues to shreds for more than a decade before chasing <laughs> chasing at Milan at Milan <laughs> in Syria. Ooh, Syria! How can't you talk Spice about this Dante. Swedish icon, Liam? Twenty goals a season where he, wherever he played, he finished top scorer in Syria five times and picked up a gold medal. For the Swedish the national 1850s. team. Never seen Zlatan done that before. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Pack them up. Spicy talk. Uh, they he got, does that like everywhere. At 15, they have Butcher Gueno. Uh, Giuseppe Meza. 16. 17, George Wea. Gabriel Batistuta at 18. Oh, yeah. Batistuta is fucking nasty. Yeah, he really is. Who we see you know, John has single-handedly thrown more bombs in this he, video than we took, have. He took all the passes. Prior. Who we took all the passes. Yui Sealer <laughs> oh from God, West Germany. Um, Leonidas Wait, da John. Silva. Liam Leonidas is an icon. Yeah. Yeah. What did you What did you Hugo, decide Hugo on Sanchez. Suarez versus Benzema? Ooh, that's a difficult one, bro. I mean, like, in terms of sheer, in terms of just pure, pure goal scoring, it's, it's got to be Suarez. But as the overall yeah. player, I think Benzema. Damn. But the overall player is an international. Remember the interesting stat you and I found. The second all-time leading assist player currently active behind only Messi is Suarez. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I still think Benzema is like more of a... Which means he creates, he doesn't just score. Yes, but Benzema's the game. Benzema's more of a game-winning player than Suarez is. I don't know if that makes sense. Suarez is better. JK. Benzema fell know, off like 10 years ago. Benzema fell off 10 what? years ago. Are you? Thank what? you. We know this. What? He's close. No, not 10 Abdul years ago. Not act- 10 years ago. Abdul, I'm saying he Andrew. fell off. He fell off a few years ago, no? Case I mean, closed. except last year. Obviously, last year, Rooney is better. I think, I think he slowed down. I think he slowed he's, down he's by a lot. He's trying to say then, Suarez, but he doesn't realize. Yeah, no, no, are you no, saying Suarez? Are you okay? I think Suarez did are slow you, down. What are you guys talking about? You said, said Benzema him three times. Oh, oh, no, I said Suarez. I'm tripping on him. So how did he slow down? He was carrying Atletico Madrid last year to the league title. <laughs> leading scorer and leading assist grabber. What that team? Abdul needs help. 
With I'm what team, bro? Better. Real Madrid has a better bro. Real Madrid has a better team than Atletico. No, uh, Atletico <laughs> is much better than Real Madrid could ever be. Feels good to say. Um, I feel like that wraps it about all the way up. Now that we know that Zlatan is top forty. Top twenty. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> Top 40. He's 40 at top 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 40, yes. All right, Liam, bring us out of here. All right. Long episode. We did a lot of talking. You did a lot of learning. At least I hope so. You learned. What did you learn? The top four from the Premier League. You learned Atletico Madrid is the better Madrid. Yes. You learned (laughs) Abdul needs help. I need to remember to dial 911 after this ends. Yes. And that's about it. I don't need Excellent. help. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. needs help. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Liam is out of here. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night. Adios. Adios.